Hey everybody, we're back uh, once again <clears throat> talking about a movie we just recently saw. So at, at time of recording, it's still in theaters. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. Paige, what did we watch? We watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. And did we like it? We loved it. We did. Thoroughly. I was very, very happy with this. Um, I feel like uh, I have kind of a lot to talk about. I, I have made a lot more notes than I did for D&D, which if you've listened to our D&D podcast, we finished recording that about 10 minutes ago. So <laughs> um, busy day of recording for us. But uh, yeah, I was very, very happy with this. Uh, were you expecting to like this? I was. Uh, I was a little nervous uh, just because everybody was so up in arms about Chris Pratt voicing Mario and about him not having the Mario accent. But honestly, loved it. I loved yeah. that they addressed the accent in the first two minutes. I loved the animation. It was beautiful. It was mm. colorful. It was fun to watch. Uh, it was well-written. The voice actors did a great job. Mm -hmm. um, I would say this is an easy family film to go yeah. see. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, made by Illumination Studios. Uh, so the same studio that has made all of the Despicable Me and Minions movies, the Secret Life of Pets, um, a couple other things. They did The Grinch, right? Uh, I think they did, yeah. The one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. Um, and I think they may have done Lorax as well. Um, that's, I saw it referenced in the trivia for the movie. Um, they may have also done um, Horton Hears Who. Yeah. I'm not completely sure on that, though. Um, I don't know what the exact relationship is between them and universal but it's definitely something um i don't know if it's a disney pixar type of relationship or um something along those lines but it's definitely like universal is attached to it um so yeah uh but this i feel like this is a good enough movie with uh, enough long-term potential that I would love to see Illumination finally focus on something other than Minions. Yes, Il absolutely. Illumination made Despicable Me and for well over a decade now, they've thought that is the end-all be-all greatest thing they could ever possibly create. They have beaten that dead horse so thoroughly. So horrifically badly. Um, but I feel like if they were to make too many Mario movies, I could still imagine like a, eh, I didn't care for four and five, but seven was weirdly good. Like I could see mm -hmm. Mario as a story being... Um, you know, even if there are some duds, it doesn't mean the next one won't be good again. Yeah. You know? um, so, yeah, I, I really, really hope we see a lot more out of the Mario universe. And it seems like it's doing pretty good numbers. Yeah. Um, Audiences are loving this so far. Yeah. Uh, critics aren't caring for it that much, but... I think critics uh, are being too harsh, honestly. Yeah. Critics aren't really um, acknowledging what it is they're going to see. And honestly, if you're not a Mario fan, if you didn't grow up with 
Nintendo, mm-hmm. you're simply not the target audience for yeah. this movie. And that's fine. Yeah. But I feel like the majority of people out there have played some form of a Mario game. Mm-hmm. Most people who grew up in the 90s had a Nintendo system. Even if you weren't like a video game family, like the family I grew up in, the only gaming systems we ever had in our house was an N64 and a Wii. Yeah. And um, I grew up loving Mario. Uh, yeah, for me growing up, uh, we had a Super Nintendo and then we skipped the N64 and then I got a GameCube uh, when I turned something like 12 um, and then the Wii. Um, so I, I skipped the N64, but had plenty of friends with them. And, stuff. and we now have a Switch. Yeah. So. Yeah. And. Uh, Nintendo is alive and well in our lives. Yeah. Um, I had a Nintendo DS at some point. Um, so. Was it Game Boy Nintendo? Yeah. I had a Game Boy. Okay. Growing up. Um, yeah. Uh, I do think that uh, we were just talking about D&D, and I feel like that's a movie that if you're super familiar with Dun- uh, D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, you'll really enjoy it. And if you're not at all familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, you'll still enjoy the movie. I feel like with Mario, if you don't know anything about the Mario universe, there may be things that don't make sense, don't line up. And honestly, if you're super familiar with the games, it still doesn't make sense. You just know the source <laughs> material. Yeah. Um, because yeah, there were there were definitely moments in this. Uh, you know, characters need to get from here to there, and a whole group of people are like, "Oh, we're gonna need carts," and they all build go karts. Did that make sense? Hell no. No, it didn't. Why does this one kingdom, their main mode of transportation when everyone else is walking around they all use go-karts huh but if you grew up playing mario kart you're like hell yeah you gotta use carts Mm -hmm. god bless you (laughs) and the obstacle course that peach has yeah yeah why does that come out of a huge yellow block with a question mark on it i don't know but have you played the games yes so good yeah go like it's fine um so yeah, um, I'm. I feel like if you are not at all familiar with the games, there may just be too many references you're not getting and stuff like that. But but I you, feel like there's not that many people out there that are not familiar with Nintendo. Yeah, vast minority of people. So um, yeah, like we mentioned, uh, yeah, there was a, a lot of backlash towards uh, Chris Pratt voicing Mario in the first place, and then also when we heard his voice in the trailers, he's not doing much to sound like Mario. Um, I liked that the commercials had him doing a very Mario voice. I would have liked for his natural voice to be a bit more uh, Mario-flavored, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, But instead, it sounded... Very much just Chris Pratt with a bit of Brooklyn. Um, I did realize uh, that one, I think it's Mario's uncle or someone who just eats at their pizzeria or something. But uh, 
Charles Martinet, who does the voice of Mario and has done the voice of Mario for years and years and years, he had that small cameo. I feel like you could have given him a much larger role. Um, I feel like for someone who has not single-handedly, because there's also the artists and animators behind Mario, but voice talent-wise, Charles Martinet has been the guy forever. And to give him a side character that just says, like, woohoo twice, you could have had something more. Um, Like, I, I feel like if you're bringing Charles Martinet in, have him voice, like, every other person at the dinner table. Yeah. So it's like, you know... Every... At least they did bring him in, though, so at it wasn't a complete did. snuff. Yeah. Um, it just... It, it still seemed... Um, very little appreciation towards... I could see that. Such an sure. iconic guy who has so much responsibility for... Um, bringing Mario to life. And I, I still do stand by the belief that if you wanted a toned down Mario voice that I could listen to for an hour and a half, but still feels like Mario, Charles Martinet could have done that. You could have sent him into the booth and been like, okay, so you're doing Mario, but not the, it's a me, Mario. Like, less than that, but more than, it's a me, Mario. Like, give us a little bit more like this or something. Mm -hmm. Like he could have, um, he has the skill to have done exactly what Chris Pratt did. I recognize that you can't sell a movie nearly as well by saying starring Charles Martinet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought Chris Pratt did a great job though. Yeah. Same with Charlie day and Mm -hmm. Anya Taylor joy and Jack black. Jack black, especially Jack black. I, loved Bowser in this movie. His whole like piano playing Mm -hmm. and singing a ballad was so funny to me. Yeah. Um, And because I feel like there's so little backstory towards Bowser, as soon as you cast Jack Black, who has such a musical background and and such a musical history, I guess, um, saying this character he's voicing loves playing the piano and singing when he's alone. Sure. That, that doesn't contradict any Bowser lore. So go for it. Fine. (laughs) And yeah, it's hilarious. It's great. Um, uh, so yeah, like the, the main voice cast I was pretty happy with. And then when I looked it up on IMDb, I was very happy to see that once you're outside of like all the main characters, pretty much Every background character is like a very established voice actor. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's maybe not super rare with animated movies, but... um, It's becoming more rare. Yeah, and it seems like even if there are uh, famous voice actors doing background characters, usually they're doing like super background if there's someone with just like a line or two, you're still going to get a bigger name and you'll just have voice actors doing like the crowd mm-hmm. and stuff. But this, there were certain characters like the Penguin King. That's, um, if I remember correctly, that's the guy who does the voice of like uh, Cyborg in the T- uh, 
Teen Titans TV show and stuff. Um, the voice of uh, Gantu from Lilo and Stitch is one of the guys. Um, so very happy to see that an animated movie did still hire so many voice actors. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Um, I loved all of the callbacks. Yeah. Throughout like that Bowser's hunting for the star mm-hmm. in the different lands. Cause that's the Mario party callback. They did. Oh, did you not realize that? Well, um, I think the Mario party star is like made out of like gold where that star was made out of like rainbow, which that's like the invincibility star. I don't know that star. it really matters all that much. Well, I, I didn't take that as a Mario party reference. I took it more as the star that makes you invincible oh, reference. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I thought that was much more like super Mario world and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but um but then you also get like mario kart you get your rainbow road Mm -hmm. uh you have uh him fighting donkey kong yeah donkey kong super smash diddy kong was in the audience too uh when he's fighting donkey kong donkey kong throws barrels at him yeah which is a reference to the original donkey kong game Mm -hmm. Um, you have the power-ups with, like, the mushrooms mm-hmm. and the fox costume and the cat costume. The fire flower. Mm-hmm. Um, the and... ice flower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I... You have the costume changes with all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really like uh, that in the games, Bowser's always, like, kidnapping Peach. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And so in this movie, having Bowser, like, legitimately in love with her was such an interesting, like, oh, he's wanting to, like, I mean, he's wanting to woo her by force, but still, he mm-hmm. does want her to fall in love with him, too. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, and then you even have, like, the skeleton turtles. Yeah. You have the turtle shells, the you have the guys. phantom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I I did one thing that was cool. I could tell that our audience was also very familiar with Mario, which at this point I feel like pretty much everyone going to see Mario grew up on Mario games, but there was that moment towards the end of uh the um Mario Kart sequence where they finally um defeat this one koopa and then he like jumps out of his uh cockpit or whatever and his wings come out and he's a blue turtle and as soon as his arms legs and head pop into his shell i heard someone else in the theater just go oh no (laughs) because (laughs) then they go not a blue shell (laughs) well i think the uh koopa says blue shell time or something like that but everyone in the audience has that moment of like, oh, crap. We've all been screwed by a blue shell before. Oh, my gosh. Like, it, um, you don't need to know much in order to know that that's a really bad situation to be in. Um, I also really liked the music. Yeah. They brought in all the different Mario soundtracks. Yeah, they, they pulled from music cues from the games. But they redid them to make them mm-hmm. like orchestral. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought 
like my knee-jerk reaction kept being oh cool but then like a minute would go by and i'd be like is this cool this this is starting to feel just weird um so there was the score like the orchestral like from the video games and then there was the soundtrack which was like they had no sleep till brooklyn from Mm -hmm. the beastie boys they had take on me by aha they had i want to say there was at least one or two others and it just kept being like like uh the do 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 and like oh cool yeah wait this is not a nintendo song wait this is take on me see and i loved that what the hell is this doing in this movie and like at first i thought it was cool but i don't know i um i know it did throw a lot of people off yeah um because you have certain things like uh your um your Guardians of the Galaxy movies, where it's like, why is this random song being played in space? Because our main character has a Walkman, mm-hmm. and he only has access to like 12 songs, so he plays them all the time, and the Walkman that he has was given to him at a certain point in time, so if it was played on Earth back then, it's played in space now, and it works perfectly. And in this movie, I there wasn't any sort of like a narrative justification for something like take on me having two brothers who grew up in Brooklyn, having to race across Brooklyn and, you know, uh, sort of a, uh, no break until the job gets done. No sleep till Brooklyn worked a little bit better, but it was, it still seemed like an odd choice. Um, however, during the no sleep till Brooklyn sequence, you get the side scrolling where like they're mm-hmm. both having to like jump up on stuff and, um open gateway or open passages Gates, yeah. for the other one like i thought that whole sequence was really really great um felt very mario um so thought that was awesome uh one callback uh they get to princess peach and she has like a like this table that can expand into like a, a holographic map or something like a mm-hmm. 3d map of all the land but the technology is like made out of little blocks and so Mm -hmm. once it comes up it's all pixelated and so it looks exactly like the pixelated map from super mario world like before you select which level you want to play um and that also felt like a callback to mario party as well okay um which i'm more familiar with mario party and you're more familiar with mario world yeah i don't think i ever played that so yeah if you didn't have a super uh, Super Nintendo, you wouldn't have played Super Mario World. Um, so, um, but yeah, just the the exact amount of pixels, like the size of the pixels in order to make up those images felt very um, map selection mm-hmm. to me. Um, and then um, we talked about how they referenced Super Smash and Mario Kart um great to see the power-ups um oh at one point uh luigi gets a call on his cell phone mm-hmm. and the ringtone is the startup music to a nintendo gamecube like when you first hit the power button and the there's a restaurant right next door to theirs that uh the logo is like a flying duck and that's the duck hunt duck Mm -hmm. um there's a 
arcade machine in their pizzeria that's called Jumpman, which Mario first appears in Donkey Kong, but the game is just called Donkey Kong. And so the little guy that you play as that's always jumping around was not named Mario until a few years later. Originally, his character name was just Jumpman. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so having an arcade machine called Jumpman is a reference to Mario's origins. Uh, the pizzeria they run is Punch-Out Pizza, which is another arcade game where Mario has a cameo as the referee in that game. Hmm. Um, I just saw on the trivia for the movie that in Mario's bedroom, um, the I think it's the R-Wing or something, but uh, the ship that Star Fox flies around in, he has a toy of that in his bedroom somewhere. There's a poster on his wall of one of the F-Zero racers. Um, so many, so many uh, little tiny references like that um, that I think, you know, eagle-eyed viewers can really have a lot of fun mm-hmm. with this movie. Um, I also appreciate that they did leave it open for potential sequels to come out mm-hmm. with that post credit scene of the Yoshi egg hatching. Yes. Yeah. Because we didn't get to see a lot of Yoshi in this movie. Yeah, we saw... Yoshis did make an appearance. Yeah, we saw a quick shot of Yoshis, yeah. but not of Yoshi. Yeah. Which is a weird sentence to say. It is. Uh, but yeah, we saw several Technicolor, but I don't think any of them were green. Mm-hmm. Therefore, none of them was ours. <laughs> you know what scene I think was probably my favorite? Was the Mario Kart scene when they're choosing their vehicles yeah and they have to like and they're like scrolling through and customizing mm-hmm. everything and you see mario pull up in the like classic cart mm-hmm. but then you see peach pull up in the motorcycle which is what i always love to use in the newer mario carts mm-hmm. and then you see toad and his little man syndrome pulling up in the giant yeah. like tank of a cart i was really sad that toad's voice was so different than it is in the video games oh really you didn't like it i had like you didn't like seth rogan um seth rogan did donkey kong donkey oh duh um seth rogan or uh, that's not what i meant toad i believe was keegan michael key yes um i was fine with him being voiced by keegan michael key however like in Toad is your favorite character to yeah, play though. He's my go-to in Mario Kart and it's because of his wacky ass voice. Like it's so off the wall and bizarre. Um every time he talks, there's no chill. He has no chill button. It's always just Yay! I'm a winner. And that's not at that all. That was creepy. Was it? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um but yeah, so like he has like a kind of high pitched voice in this, but it's really just like, let's go Mario. Yay. But dude, if that was how Toad sounded, the whole movie was just like, yeah, I would have loved it. So, um, yeah, weirdly, I feel like I had more of a problem with Toad's voice than with Mario's. That's so Um, weird. I didn't have a problem with any of the voice actors. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, early in the movie, uh, Mario is at the dinner table with his family and he's just getting like ridiculed and everyone's like, oh yeah, you're going to be a plumber. You're going to, you're just going to try to be a plumber all of a sudden. And everyone's giving him a bunch of shit for it. Um, and I really wished they would have taken that opportunity 
to reference other Mario games. Like if he's like, what, what's wrong with being a plumber, dad? What, what's wrong with me trying to be a plumber? If his dad had just been like, because you're a certified doctor. Like you were Dr. Mario for years and just have Mario be like, yeah, but I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. <laughs> just have him spend years studying for the doctoral profession just to walk away because he's bored i'm like yeah i didn't want to do that yeah did you also get bored of training to be an olympian <laughs> yeah i at some point i was just done with track and field yeah and then you started all over and trained to become an olympian in volleyball yeah i got Got bored with that too. What's what's wrong with being a plumber, Dad? Do you were a world class golfer, Mario. Why plumbing? <laughs> I, I thought you could have so easily just boom, 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 referenced all the other Mario like sport games and Doctor Mario stuff like that. Um, but uh, eh. oh well. Um, there was a flashback with uh, baby, like Mario is a baby and Luigi is a baby, and. They look exactly the way they did in by in Baby Mario. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Um, there's one moment in the movie where uh, Peach is talking to all of the Toads, and one of them points at Mario and just goes, "Who's that guy?" And she hesitates for a second. She goes, "He's not important." It was really funny, but as soon as it was said, I was like, "I feel like that could become a meme." That, yeah. that could become like a TikTok or a, a meme or something like that. Um, so hopefully I just predicted something correct. Make it happen, babe. Right. Although there were great references within like Mario lore, I would have loved, like the, the MCU fan in me would have loved to see shout outs, cameos, tie-ins or teasers to other uh nintendo properties like at one point uh like super smash yeah to like sort of build up the um potential for a super smash movie like um sort of the way you know iron man called out um nick fury and then iron man 2 called out thor and then uh one of them called out captain america or uh, iron man 2 also called out captain america so once you have all those movies then you're able to make an Avengers movie. You could have, um, at one point, uh, Peach references like the stars and she's like, there's so many other universes out there. I feel like you could have had an end credit scene or a mid credit scene or something where the camera sort of pans out into the universe, the galaxy, and you're going past stars and stuff. And you come up on a ship and it's either being helmed by Samus or it's being helmed by Star Fox or something like that. Or, um, you know, end of the movie, they're, you know, they've got uh, Bowser on the ropes or Bowser's got them on the ropes. And then all of a sudden you hear like, you know, looks like you guys need some help or something. And it's Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I feel like there are so many other things you could reference, but for a first movie, great job. Um, I was really happy to see the uh, teaser of Yoshi at the very end. Um I would be uh, interested to see if they incorporate uh, Wario and Waluigi yeah. in a sequel. Because they are definitely Mario lore. It's not just uh, expanded Nintendo property that's specific to Mario. Um, 
So uh, I think my last point, wow. Um, yeah, we got through this fast. Um, when they first arrive, Mario arrives in Mushroom Kingdom and Luigi is sent to like a- The Badlands. Yeah, Badlands. And he finds his way to like a castle. And in the trailers, it was quick enough that it seemed like they were going to do more of a reference to Luigi's Mansion. I would love to see a whole movie devoted to like the Luigi and the Luigi's mansion vibe. So like a, a, almost like a horror film, but that works in this universe. So it's like, it's not scary, but it feels scary the whole time, but it's never actually scary, but it's always Mm -hmm. horror esque. I thought that could be really good. Um, I would like to see more of the like Mario party games. Yeah. Pulled in. Oh, like the mini games. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, the ones that you play at the end of every turn. Yeah. Um, Oh, one thing that it seemed like they kept referencing it, but never doing anything with it, was uh, gold coins. Mario Mario would like pick up a gold coin and be like, "Oh, cool, you dropped this," and hand it back to someone. It's like, okay, you're not gonna do anything with the gold coin. Which I then think back on playing the video games, and it's like, yeah, you don't do anything with gold coins. You just you just collect get them. as many as you can and yeah um but yeah uh again since i grew up playing super mario world um we saw him in the cat costume and the raccoon costume i would love to see him get the uh, feather that gives him the cape so he can fly um but yeah uh i think uh knowing how many illumination movies get sequels because, I mean, obviously, Despicable Me has gotten too many. An infinite number. Yeah. But even Secret Life of Pets, I feel like when that came out, like there were people who were like, yeah, it was cute. But nobody loved it, but they still got a sequel. Yeah. I feel like Super Mario Brothers, people are loving it. So, wouldn't be shocked if we get a sequel. And I hope they don't make us wait too long. Same. Because there, there are times where, like, Incredibles did really, really well. We did get an incredible sequel years later though Mm -hmm. and so i i hope that uh i feel like with how well this is done just on opening weekend i wouldn't be surprised to hear that a sequel has already been greenlit yeah um because that's what i was thinking i feel like there are certain things where it does so well that yeah opening weekend is when the news comes out like it's doing so well it's already gotten the green light for a sequel i haven't heard any official announcements for super mario's too um but i really really hope they don't drag their feet on that because this seems like it could easily be a gold mine oh um, yeah yeah definitely one to take the whole family to if yeah. you're wanting a good family movie that's fun mm-hmm. that i feel like will entertain your kids there were a ton of kids in the theater oh, when yeah. we were there um and they all seemed intrigued by it yeah and seemed to keep their attention yeah it's uh like you said it is colorful it is you know vibrant and exciting to look at you know Mm -hmm. um whereas i feel like there are other animated movies where it's like it's a bit slow it's a bit this it's a bit that um i don't think it ever gets too scary no i don't think it ever gets too uh too much for any kids in any given way um 
but yeah, highly, highly yeah. recommend it. Go see it. Yeah. Take um, your kids, go enjoy it. Yeah. And then I feel like if you wanted to sort of alley-oop it, you could um, go see the movie, go home, and then have like a game night with your kids where you all just, you know, play Mario Super Kart. Mario Brothers yeah. or, you know, Mario Kart, whatever. Um, just have like a whole family night and have this like sort of kick it off. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. Um I think that's everything i have yeah so yeah uh oh you can follow us on instagram the dot real dot the dot real dot couple um you can email us at the real couple pod at gmail.com i will memorize that someday um and keep listening yeah keep listening let us know if you have any uh recommendations or hopes and dreams for us yeah Cool, cool. Take care, guys. Bye.